Diving Podcast with Scuba. Welcome to the show. I'm Scuba. This is the Not A Diving Podcast. Right, up the front this week, I've got to tell you about our pledge drive on Patreon. If you're a regular listener to the show, you will know that we do a Patreon offering to help support. If you're listening to this version of the pod, it means you're not a Patreon subscriber. But for a week, we are really ramping this up. So if you join this week, there's a couple of pretty cool benefits which you will receive. So if you join the Solidarity tier, which is the regular tier, $4 a month, you will receive a 50% off voucher to use at our Bandcamp store, which is, I think, a nice little gesture. But if you join the Musicality tier, which is $10, you will receive, free of charge, a Musicality t-shirt and it's an awesome t-shirt it's charcoal gray it's got the hot flush logo it says musicality it's a bad boy shirt unisex you can choose your size all that stuff so that's 10 bucks a month you don't have to make any sort of commitment and um yeah it's pretty good patreon.com slash scuba official if you're a fan of the show want to get involved with the community and it is an awesome community we have a great discord server with a private area for patrons and uh yeah i think we would um like to have you so if you're feeling generous or just feeling like you want to take advantage of this great offer that we're uh <laughs> giving out then yeah sign up patreon.com slash scuba officials a bunch of bonus content that will be going up this week to celebrate this pledge drive thing that we're doing so there should be something new every day this week on the patreon feed starting tomorrow so get involved get involved so this week on the show we have a guy who's made maybe my favorite album of the year Maybe my favourite album of the last few years, actually. It's called When the Lights Go, and it's by Totally Enormous Extinct Dinosaurs, who I shall be referring to henceforth as Teed, um, <laughs> for, yeah, just reasons of linguistics. We've been talking about getting him on the show for a little while. It's great that it's finally happened. In addition to the album, he's written a really interesting article on Billboard recently, which we discuss at length. And he is just an interesting guy with an interesting story, certainly an interesting career. He released his first album on Polydor back in 2012 and has not released a lot since. So there's a 10-year gap and there's a bunch of interesting stuff to go through to explain that, which we do. It's a pretty long conversation, but a really, really interesting one. So I think this is a great episode. I was excited to have the conversation, even though I had a pretty bad case of flu when I was recording it. I dosed myself up with just unbelievable amounts of drugs, prescription and non-prescription, to, to get through the conversation. I think I just about managed to sound coherent. It took a little bit of editing in places to um, maintain coherence. But um, yeah, this is one that I'm really, really happy with. So I think you're going to enjoy it too. Just before we get started... If you're not going to join our Patreon pledge drive, leave a review or a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow the Spotify playlist. There's a link in the show notes to that with a bunch of teed music this week. A bunch of tracks from that album, which I love so much. There's a track called The Sleeper, in fact, which I really think is just a brilliant, brilliant piece of music. It could be like a key track on a Journey album or something like that. It's genuinely great. It really plucks up my heartstrings. It's brilliant. 
And um, yeah, join us in the Discord if you're not doing Patreon. Like I said, there's a private area on the Discord for patrons, but there's a Hot Flush Discord too, which includes a channel for the show. And it's fine if you don't want to do the Patreon thing, honestly. But if you're going to do it, then this is the week to do it. So without further delay, here is Teed. Totally enormous extinct dinosaurs. Welcome to the show. How you doing? I, actually, before I ask you how you're doing, I'm just going to say that I'm going to call you Orlando, if that's okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pref- I'd prefer that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, right. It's great that we're doing this. It's been in the works for a little while. Mm-hmm. Those listeners who heard me on Rinse Affair on Friday night will know that I'm a little bit under the weather today. So um, if I lapse into incoherence at any point, it's due to the biblical amounts of painkillers that I've taken in order to get ready, ready for this episode. But um, fingers crossed, it'll be okay. So what I've prepared for this consists of two parts. Basically, I want to talk about a new album, which I absolutely love. Thank you. I genuinely think it's brilliant. It's the kind of thing that um, if I'd heard it a few years ago, I would have been like really bitter and jealous about it. But I've kind of reached a point in my life now where I can be happy for other people's, um, you know, <laughs> creative success. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, yeah, Glad to hear that. congratulations on it, honestly. But there's a really interesting story, which is the, the length of time between your two albums, 10 years, and the way you've done them. So the first one being on a major and the, the new one you've released yourself, essentially. So this, that's a topic that I really want to get into. But the other, the other side of it is this um, article that you wrote for Billboard, which I found highly interesting and contains some overlaps with topics I discussed with Elijah on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. So I figured let's do that first. It was basically seven lessons that you have learned from your time in the music industry was essentially what the article was. Yeah. So, I mean, so I've got a little, I've got a few questions for each lesson, basically. So let's let's just work through them if you, if you don't mind. Okay, great. So lesson lesson one was understanding the value of your music, and there's a couple of things here that I wanted to to draw out. Well, first, the first of all, like identifying the difference between fans and casual listen, listeners of music, and like the way that the stats and you know the kind of metrics that you get, which is another general topic but like how that can affect your perception of your own art so can you tell me a little bit about that yeah uh, well I think f- first of all it's very 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 difficult to talk about value in music um, and really confusing uh, and I'm definitely no expert on it um, the thing with the sort of casual listener and what we consider the fan right now, I think, is that we have sort of tricked ourselves into thinking that um, someone is only a fan or you only have a fan if they follow you on Instagram, follow you on Twitter, buy your albums, uh, buy your concert tickets and buy T-shirts. And of course, like that's a very extreme thing to do as a fan and and I'm sure everyone listening right now is a music fan and very few people follow their favorite artists on all their social medias buy all their merch and buy all their music um but the goal seems to be apparently or we've persuaded ourselves that the goal is to sort of uh bring people on board to that level of fandom and that's madness i think that's impossible and it's crazy and it's a like 
um, unrealistic expectation of your listeners and what your music should do. And I think it's worth remembering that like um, some of the best and most precious musical experiences for people will happen when they listen to artists that they know nothing about and aren't fans of and haven't ever seen a concert of. And it could just be one song of yours that really touches somebody and helps them through their day or gives them a great moment on the dance floor or something. And that that's incredibly valuable and wonderful. And we should be um, aware of the preciousness of that and, 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 and less focused on this like extreme version of sort of fandom, which is all encompassing. Um, I just saw uh, that um, Hot Chip sold out five nights at Brixton Academy, right? And mm. which is awesome, uh, great band amazing band and but if you go on their social media it's not like there's 20,000 people commenting on every Instagram post they do there is no alignment between um, ticket sales and social media uh, interaction and stuff and that is a taste of what we're doing over on the not a diving podcast feed it's a weekly show in which I have a different guest every week from the world of music, so not necessarily artists, but also label owners, booking agents, club promoters, anyone from the world of music, really. And we just talk about music stuff, basically. So it's a deep dive, a couple of hours each week. And if you're a fan of music, then I think you're going to be a fan of the podcast. So wherever you get your podcasts, search for Not A Diving Podcast with Scuba, and you will Get hold of it. Hope to see you over there.